Hi, thanks for joining me on What's Your GFI, my podcast for group fitness enthusiasts. Wanting to make sure that you know that you can check me out at www.livewellwithmichelle.org. And as well, you can leave messages for these podcasts if you have questions or want to chime in your thoughts and views. Go to any platform that you listen to the podcast, click on the website link to Anchor, which will bring you to a spot where you can press video uh, voice messages. And then for sure, leave a message. I'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks. And I hope you enjoy. Okay, so in my introduction of my book, I talked about my experience with the infamous Canadian Fitness Award Program. So if any Canadian fitness babies are out there, you're talking basically, I don't know how long it went till, but it was during my grade school and high school years. So we're talking... 80s (laughs) and it was a fitness test where basically there was six events things like flexed arm hang and and crunches and um just awful stuff and a run and you basically got participation pins and awards and so you got these crests and they were similar to like a bronze a silver a gold and you had to do this test pretty much they ran from eight they ran from ages seven to 18 years old so i mean i did it from like grade school all into high school so annoying and i mean not annoying because i understand you have to have a fitness curriculum and that was pretty much laid out and they didn't have to be super creative with what they offered and it covered you know the basics of fitness cardiovascular fitness muscular uh, um, endurance uh, muscular strength that sort of thing but when you're like a kid and that's not your jam, it was just more trouble than it was worth. So this test basically had to have it done in your phys ed class every year for whatever, 10 to 11 years. And I hated it. I literally hated this test for two reasons. One, because I wasn't athletically inclined at least in my head I wasn't I wasn't a sports person I didn't necessarily like sports um none of the stuff was done to music I liked moving to music and none of the tests were ever done to music or anything um and I just didn't enjoy it and number two when I got into high school there was racial bias as to my skills Um, and I'm just gonna put it out there because that's what it was and I understand that Um, I was expected because of being black that I should be able to do all these tests at a high level and a high standard. I was supposed to be super fast and I just struggled. And the irony of me becoming a fitness instructor and making fitness my career for over 30 years is hilarious to me, but it is paramount to the point that if you can find what it is in fitness that appeals to you and make that part of your lifestyle you can have a fit lifestyle for the rest of your life so I when I wrote the book the whole idea was to make sure that people that were either beginners had a nice reference of very basic information and suggestions and tips um, things that I would do with my clients but also for intermediate exercisers who 
did enjoy fitness, but every now and then went on really big relapses. So months and months and months um, before they came back to programming and kind of were starting over again. And then even for advanced instructors, uh, not instructors, but advanced participants that just needed to change their programs and they weren't necessarily training for anything intense. Um, the book, my book has a lot of great suggestions of different activities um, that anyone can do. Um, group fitness activities. I'm just looking at chapter five here. Um, team training activities, uh, solo fitness activities, personal training, um, sports and recreation. Like there's a whole chapter on what's out there. And just so even like if you are somebody that was training for a competition, but it's off season, um, just looking into some different things instead of just doing off-season training in your sport, which I find that with a lot of um, advanced exercises that I coached or that I did personal training with, um, it definitely was burnout because even though they were not in-season doing their sport, the off-season training that they had been given was basically around their sport. So they never really got a chance to just recover and try something different that would still give them you know, the basics, cardio, fitness, muscular strength, muscular endurance, but be different than their sport, which studies have shown you can get more benefit for your sport if you incorporate some different elements as well. So things like if you ever see hockey players doing ballet or, you know, athletes doing, you know, step aerobics and you're like, okay, that's not a football thing if they're football players, but it helps with their footwork. So same idea, but just something different. So they're not just training just for their sport. Um, my book's got a lot of really good stuff there in chapter five. So, but I wanted to just quickly just chat about that introduction because I just think it's important that people know that it's okay to start loving or liking fitness at different times. You don't have to have an innate um, drive towards it. It doesn't have to become, you know, be second nature to you. Um, not at all. For me, it was not. And that fitness test shockingly did not turn me off of doing fitness but it definitely detoured me and I probably would have started a lot sooner. When I went to university and call university, I actually went um, for political science because I wanted to be a lawyer. So um, if perhaps I didn't hate that fitness test, um, I may have gone into phys ed or kinesiology. It wasn't until I was in university that I participated in a fitness class on campus, recreation center, when I was like, oh, I like this moving to music and then it's exercise too. And it was then I decided I didn't want to do university anymore. Um, I took time off. I became a mom. I worked jobs and I got involved in fitness at the nonprofit level. And in order to go further or to get ahead, I needed to have my post-secondary, so I went back to college as an adult student, and I took fitness and health promotion. So that was me detouring from high school. We're talking a good 
10 years. So 1989, I got my fitness instructor certificate certification from the YMCA and I was teaching fitness for them and I was uh, volunteering and then they started paying people. And then I wanted to work there in their fitness center as a trainer. And they said I had to have post-secondary. That was like in 1993-ish. And so, no, I'm sorry, 96. 96, yes. So it was later on. Point being is, I would have started in 89 if I had realized that I liked moving movement and exercise. But I did not because of this test. (laughs) So, um, again, you can start young, old, it's all good. Um, this book that I, I wrote tool for you, if you just need a kick in the butt to get your fitness and gear, um, or if you're someone that's brand new, uh, to fitness for whatever reason, you'll like the book. for tuning in to the episode. I'd say I hope you got some value from it, but I already know you did, so you're welcome. But seriously, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns for myself or the guest featured in the episode, feel free to contact me at livewellwithmichelle.org at gmail.com or hit me up on social media and DM me there. Till next time, your friend in fitness, Michelle.